chapter three of jesus christ had negro blood in his veins by w l hunter this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter three i do not write this book from a spirit of bigotry but it is a matter of history which i think will be interesting to some people i present it to the world of mankind and in sending it forth i challenge successful contradiction i have undertaken to champion the black man's cause in a different way perhaps from any man that has ever started out to write upon this ever perplexing race question secondly i send it forth to the world because the white man of this country hates his black brother and punishes him because god almighty chose to make him black the only excuse they give for their inhuman treatment to the black man is his color and in their maltreatment of them because of their color they have condemned god who made the color and they punish the negro for having the color for they the white people have made it the cause of their actions toward the negro upon all occasions everywhere and at all times i send it forth thirdly because there is a disposition in this country to undervalue all that the negro has done before the war and since they undervalue all that he has done to increase the wealth of the nation it all counts for nothing he bore the white man's burden for two hundred and forty-seven years but it is not remembered he cleared the forest for him drove out the great beasts built houses barns churches and schoolhouses for his white brother he made the bread and paid for the college education of his white brother all this has merited nothing but the worst name and the meanest treatment that hell itself could devise has been poured upon the negro without being mixed with the least degree of mercy the black man has fought in all the wars that the nation has had and he did his part well he has allowed his blood to be poured out like water upon the ground in defence of this government only to be denied the most common rights of a man this government for which they fought bled and died now refuses absolutely to protect them in the exercise of their rights i do not believe that there is another nation on earth that is so ungrateful they have appealed to the government again and again but it has absolutely refused to grant them any protection either to men women children or to their property and thus thousands upon thousands of these people have been murdered by the white men of this country because they were powerless to help themselves and because god almighty made them black people they don't want them to hold office for fear of misrule and domination and we say if their misrule can be exceeded god only knows where the pattern is to come from yes the negro is undefended by the government under which they live yes undefended by the government that they have been loyal to in the times of peace and in the times of war they are robbed every day in the year only because they are powerless to help themselves their white brothers take the advantage of their weakness and inability to help themselves and make life hard for them at every point and cause the black man to work against individual and organized opposition why do i say that these people are robbed every day in the year well his white brother for he is his brother has taught his black brother religion and lessons in the golden rule he charges his black brother from five to ten dollars more per month for a house to live in 
then he charged a white man who just moved out of it then he pays a black man ten dollars less than he paid a white man to do the same work this is the way the golden rule works toward his brother in black the facts stated above would cause a man to lose from fifteen to twenty dollars per month or two hundred and forty dollars per year or two thousand four hundred dollars in ten years that much is unjustly taken from one poor man suppose they take that much from a hundred thousand men that would be two million four hundred thousand dollars that number of men would be robbed of in ten years and they are not the one hundredth part of their working men this kind of business has been going on for nearly forty years see the millions that these people have been robbed of in just the two methods mentioned above and his white brother who taught him religion calls such treatment as i have just described just right and fair can any one make me believe that spain ever treated her subjects any worse never or any other nation this side of sheol how can we prove that the man of colour has to work against individual and organised opposition well he works against individual opposition because when his white neighbour advertises for help in his place of business and if a negro applies for the place or position he is refused he cannot get the position as clerk bookkeeper or salesman not one white man in a thousand would give him such a position no matter what the black man's ability might be or how good his character might be yet the black man spends all of his money with him and does not take it away out of the country that is the way the white man's golden rule works in this city white men laugh at the negro's poor and wretched condition and say the reason of their condition is that they are worthless when they themselves have closed the avenues against them yes they say that the negro has had fair play and ought to have done better well we say let the christian's god be the judge in the matter the half that the black man suffers in this country has never been told even the pulpits are locked against saying anything in condemnation of the inhuman and most damnable treatment which they are subjected to in this country there are not three preachers in a thousand that would stand up and publicly condemn the hellish deeds that are practised against a defenceless and most loyal citizen they preach against spain's treatment to the cubans which was not as bad as the treatment that the negro receives in the united states and in some respects was not half so bad they preach against every sin excepting the sins of the american white people against the black people i do not wish to misrepresent any one nor the condition of the negro neither would i try to make it appear that all negroes are perfect saints they have their tramps and criminals just the same as other people but no more than other people in many parts of this country when one of them is accused of a crime he is not allowed a chance to prove whether he is guilty or not but after a verdict of a jury that was filled with prejudice from their birth he is hurried off to prison or they make a bonfire of him while yet alive without the least proof of his being guilty only the murderers come back from the burning and say that the negro confessed the crime they tell this while their hands are covered with human blood and their garments smell of death and the american people take this statement as being satisfactory and that is the end of it you may see an account of it in the papers the next day but you seldom see a word in that paper condemning the unjust barbaric and inhuman conduct you look to the pulpit on sunday but not a word will you hear against it they preach against dancing a thing that the commandments say nothing against they preach against going to the theatre a thing that the commandments say nothing against they preach against people going to the seaside on sunday to get a little fresh air a thing that god has not said a word against but not one sermon in ten thousand says anything against dragging a man out of bed at night from his wife and little children and murdering him before their eyes without law without judge and without jury not a word not a word is said in the pulpit against it 
therefore we are compelled to say that the white man's religion in the united states is wrong because he has a religion of race prejudice and race hatred and such a religion has never saved any one since the days of jesus christ upon earth all the almost countless thousands that have died with that kind of religion are lost if the scriptures are true for it says first john third chapter and fifteenth verse that whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer and we know it says no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him that means whosoever loveth not his brother same chapter fourteenth verse i wonder how many white christians that have ever died in this country really loved their black brothers and that were free from race prejudice and if they died with race prejudice and race hatred tell me where they are now answer according to the teachings of the bible all who are now living and hateth any one on earth are murderers and therefore unsaved now and never can be if they retain race prejudice and race hatred and i doubt that the american white man ever gives that up not even in death i repeat that the religion of the white american is wrong according to the bible which he professes to go by first john second chapter ninth verse third chapter and fifteenth verse fourth chapter and twentieth verse his conduct toward the darker races proves that his religion is full of race prejudices and race hatred such a religion has never saved any one nor never will if the bible be true moreover such a religion is not fit to take to the heathen it would do him more harm than good for if the heathen accepts of such a religion he can never be saved and without it he would stand a better chance for only the religion of love will save any one but the negro will not always play the fool his day will come and i fully believe that in some perilous times this nation will need his friendship and the treatment that he has received will be remembered jacob had a good time once at esau's expense but there came a time when he dreaded to meet his brother esau the slave of this country met his master once where the master never expected to meet him and the meeting was a dreadful one the white men of this country say that the negro is rapeful and that they have to murder them in these unlawful ways in order that they may protect the virtue of their women well the writer has nothing to say against any man for protecting his wife and daughter from outrage and i have no respect for any man who will not protect his family against scoundrels whether they be white or black but it has been proven beyond successful contradiction that there has been less than one to the million per annum of the negro race who has even attempted to commit rape from the end of the civil war up to nineteen o three so you see that the charges made against them is absolutely false but on the other hand it has been the negro women who have been wronged by white men and if they had murdered a white man for every colored woman that they have wronged or outraged there would be a funeral long enough to reach around the world and the marching would never cease but the negro has waited upon the law which is dead so far as his redress is concerned i believe in protecting the virtue of women where it exists but i believe in protecting the virtue of all women white and black alike anything short of this is downright hypocrisy now the writer does not make these charges against all white men the negro has many friends in the north and in the south and they acknowledge their gratitude for what these friends have done and they are thankful for what they are doing for them but as they have so many millions who are opposed to them having the rights and enjoyments of a man and such rights and enjoyments as belong to every man till we feel bound to speak out and enter our protest for it does seem to us that ninety-eight white men out of every hundred are prejudiced to colour in some degree or other and any man who is prejudiced to another will never willingly concede to that man all that is rightfully his any man who is prejudiced toward another man ought never to sit as a juror upon that man's case in court for he will decide against him just as sure as he takes his seat every judge and every lawyer knows that this is true 
a prejudiced man will and does decide against you before the case is heard yes he is against you before he gets his boots on in the morning thus you can see how little the negro has to hope for when he is brought in court but justice will not sleep for ever this same jesus to whom ham was related in the flesh will remember the negro and the lord god is and will be found on the side of right and right will prevail just as certain as the heavens stand to-day and all that is wrong must and will go down there is no such thing as the separating of sin from punishment for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap said the master and whatsoever a nation soweth is equally true i suppose that it was a long time before spain could be made to believe that statement of the master but i suppose that she has learned her lesson well by this time and so will this nation learn hers it is bound to come or god is dethroned and the devil is god this nation would do well to stop its unjust dealings before it like spain be made to stop by the irresistible god who will lead whoever he may appoint to bring about a change the negro now appeals to every humane individual in the civilized world to interest themselves in his behalf by saying or doing whatever is necessary to relieve a poor robbed oppressed defenceless and undefended people End of chapter three